0: Hello everybody, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to have another episode with you guys. If you are new to the show, we have an episode every Monday and Thursday, streaming on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also find us Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to. If you are a consistent listener, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for tuning in, for sharing with your friends, family, coworkers. Had so many stories of people, you know, sharing in their in their Bible uh, studies and in their in their in their weekly groups and. And church meetings, you know, sharing some of these podcasts and, and spreading the word. has grown and people from around the world are listening to and receiving the revelation that is being brought forth through Awakened podcast. And so thank you guys so much. If you're a constant listener, it is such a blessing. It is an honor. I do not take it lightly. Um, and so always, always fun doing the podcast. We're over a hundred episodes now, man. We have some incredible guests on the show, as well as finishing up some, some series that the Lord puts on my heart. And so i Uh, Today I've got a friend of mine on the show. He has an incredible ministry, powerful ministry, and uh, he's going to tell you a bit about that, I'm sure. His name is Matt Sorger. He's been on the show a few times with me now. He is a prophetic minister. He carries a unique anointing that fills entire rooms with the tangible glory of God. He sees people saved, healed, set free, filled with God's presence. He's a preacher, a teacher of God's Word. He has lots of mentoring equipping in the body of Christ, teaches people how to live in the presence, live from the glory, operate in the power and the anointing. He's impacted the globe, ministering to over 35 different nations. He's reached over 200 nations by television and media. Uh, Matt and his wife, Stephanie, oversee Rescue One, which me and my wife are partners of Rescue One. We believe and rescue one. If you're not a partner, you should be. I'm sure I'll share a bit of that at the end of the show as well. But they rescue children from trafficking um, around the world, and their vision is to see at least 1,500 children set free. And so he's got. He's an author. Uh, we'll be talking about his um, most recent book today called "God's Unstoppable Breakthrough." When your mountain doesn't move, go over it. And so, welcome, Matt. Man, thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, Michael. It's great to be. On your podcast with you, and I appreciate your friendship. And I believe God's going to speak to people today and and move in a great way.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so, God's doing a fresh thing; He's doing a new thing in the church. How have you guys been? I know your ministry has grown a lot since we spoke last. I know you're doing tons of itinerant ministry. You know in 2020 and the 2021, you know, there's been less travel. I know God's been putting different things on your heart. Maybe share with us a little bit about that before we start.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I've been in full time travel itinerant prophetic healing ministry for, gosh, it's, it's gotta be almost 20 years now. And, um, of course in the last year and a half, you know, last year we did a lot less travel. Um, but you know, and it's, it's amazing how the Holy spirit leads us. And, and I feel like no matter what is going on around us, God is always in the details of, of just working everything for our good and Uh, you know, I've learned this in, in just in the day to day life. So um, for us, as we were, you know, shifting from on the road travel, uh, I was like, "Okay, Lord, you know what? What do you want us to do now?" That you know, churches aren't meeting right now, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit led me to to launch an online church community. And I tell you, it has exploded. It's growing. We got people from all around the world uh, that have become part of it. And what I love about it is that we are building authentic relationships. People are being mentored. People are being filled with the Holy Spirit and empowered by the anointing. So, you know, we, as a family, uh, as a spiritual family, we do a zoom call. So I get to meet everyone and get to know them. And we Mm. prophesy over each other and we pray for each other and encourage each other. So we do that once a month by zoom. And then I do a live, uh, every Friday night at 8 PM on the East coast time, we do a live, uh, a live service, where I minister on Facebook, YouTube, you know, wherever our social media platforms yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we do weekly online services, and uh, we'll we just gonna we're gonna continue to do that, and mm-hmm. then uh, we're starting to do some more travel again, mixed in with our online ministry.
0: Awesome, I love that. And so rescue, yeah. rescue one as well. Maybe just what's what's been going on with that? Obviously, it's still going, it's growing. Yes. I've been getting updates about it. I believe in it, and so maybe talk yeah. about that briefly.
1: Yeah. Rescue one. Um, that that's been our, our ministry. It it launched. Oh my goodness. You know, from years ago when I was going, uh, throughout India, we were doing, you know, miracle festivals and pastors conferences. And it was during those trips that the Lord put the children on my heart. And we had Mm -hmm. uh, back then, this is maybe 15 years ago. We had built uh, a girl's home, uh, And it housed 50 girls, and it still does house 50 girls. Uh, But then, uh, since then, it's really grown, and we have now over 10 homes, and we're in four countries India, Philippines, Mexico, and Thailand. And we've got over 200 children rescued and it's that's just continuing to grow. But yeah, Beautiful. we really focus in on the children and on children that are being trafficked mm-hmm. and you know some of the the stories and testimonies that I hear uh, from our children of what they've experienced and been through it's it's heart wrenching and it's it heartbreaking. Is, yeah. So I think for us, you know, I have lo- I love the miracle ministry and I love the deliverance ministry and you know the the the, the power of the holy spirit refreshing people and reviving people. I love that aspect of our ministry, but I don't think there's anything I love more than knowing that a child has been taken out of uh, just a, such a horrific, traumatic situation and brought into a really safe, loving Christian environment. Mm-hmm. And and I can share this with you. All of our kids have gotten saved because, you know, none of them are saved <laughs> when, when they first yeah, get arrested. Yeah. They don't know Jesus. No sure. one's ever told them about Jesus. So, you know, but they eventually, as you know, we pray with the kids, we do Bible studies with the kids and eventually, you know, they've all gotten saved. And, uh, you know, they receive prayer and they have, mm-hmm. you know, times of devotion like that with, with, the, the Christian moms that help us run the homes. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it's been really amazing to see Jesus transform them and bring joy back into their life. And it's, it's been a beautiful thing to see. And, um, we have some amazing sponsors that help us help us, you know, with these children. So yeah, it's
0: been awesome. great. Awesome. Awesome. And I would highly recommend for those to tap in and learn more about it. Me and my wife sponsor a beautiful little girl from India as well yeah, as Mexico. Yeah. We we believe in your ministry. We know that it's money well spent. We know it's going to the right place. We know you're taking care of people. And it's uh the hands and feet of Jesus. And so what's the website people can before we get into the topic today? How do they tap into that yeah. on the web? Yeah,
1: they could they could check it out. They could even read stories and see some of the faces of the children. Um rescue nowcom It's with the number one. Rescue one now. Dot com and it, it'll give them all information about the child rescue efforts that we're doing.
0: Beautiful. Okay. Great. And so, I highly recommend that. Definitely tap in there. Um, let's get into the topic today. You wrote a book yeah. and just released a book called God's Unstoppable Breakthrough. When your mountain doesn't move, go over it. And so, I believe this is a very relevant and prophetic message for today. It is the timing of the Lord that this book is released because so many people are experiencing loss, heartache. Stress, financial struggles, you know, physical struggles, all different kinds of things, especially in the past year and a half. And I know this book directly speaks into teaching believers who they are in Christ who they carry the presence of the holy spirit the kingdom of god you know and how to overcome in any and all circumstances in life which is so needed for the body of christ now in this hour and you talk about you know you open up the book talking about how god takes our pain and he and he transforms it into the greatest blessing of our lives how god is redemptive in that way i'd love to start there
1: yeah yeah michael we i really felt to to start the book with this chapter specifically about thriving in the threshing floor you know we all have different threshing floors that we've been through in life and Mm -hmm. you know if you study if you study it out in the bible you know that the threshing floor number one it's a very hard place and definitely over the last year and a half people have been through some hard things and have found themselves in some hard places and Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, one of the redemptive qualities that I've discovered about God is that no matter what pain we go through and no matter what the enemy launches against us for our hurt or even for our destruction, Mm -hmm. God is always steps ahead of the enemy and he is able to rewrite the story so that in the end of the day, Um, something good is brought out of something bad. And what I've, you know, in the book of Joel, it talks about this. This is one of our key scriptures where, where it says that the threshing floor, this is in the book of Joel. It says the threshing floor will be full of grain or harvest and the vats will overflow with new wine and oil, uh, prophetically, even speaking of the anointing. So what I have discovered is that where the enemy targets us in our lives, You know, we, we all go through different struggles and different battles, but the enemy targets people differently. And so it's like where the enemy hits you the hardest or, or where he, where he has tried you the hardest. It's like that area, uh. Ends up becoming the area of your greatest breakthrough, your greatest anointing, and your most powerful spiritual authority. So, yes. mm-hmm. you know, we've seen this, Michael, in our family. You know, I could share an example of it. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. When I was twelve, my mom became really sick, and she was practically bedridden by the end of it. So now, you know, this was lasted for about two years, and she was diagnosed with MS and and all you know blood disorders and just different things. And the doctors were trying to figure out how to help her and they had her on all this medicine and nothing was working. And so by the end of that two year period, um, where, where it looked like there was no hope and it looked like nothing was working and and she was going, uh, it suddenly, you know, she found herself from my grandmother. Um, they saw a Catholic cause we were Catholic back then. So, you know, they found this, their church was having this healing service where the priests were praying for the sick in the name of Jesus. So my mom ended up going to that service. And it's really interesting how breakthrough happens because that day when she woke up and and had planned to go to that healing service that night, every pain in her body magnified. It was like, it was the worst day out of that whole two-year period. Hmm. and and it could have kept her so easily could have kept her from going to that healing service that night just cuz she felt so terrible but she physically dragged her body there collapsed on the floor in the back of the church sanctuary just laid on the floor and you know th- as the priests were praying for folks at the front she she dragged her body to the front of the church this is how broken how sick how desperate she was and She, you know, the priest went to go pray for her and he said, what can I do for you? And she's like, I don't know. I'm so sick. I don't know what I need. And he went to pray for her and the power of the Holy Spirit overshadowed her. And that night she got, I mean, completely saved, healed and delivered by the power of God. And then my whole family got saved that week. So it was like the very thing that the enemy, and it was definitely just this demonic assignment of sickness to, to destroy our family. Mm -hmm. And it was like the very thing that was sent to destroy us, God intervened, not only saved her and healed her, but then saved our whole family. And then as a result of that, eventually, you know, gave us this revelation of healing from my mom's healing and then launched us into a healing ministry. And now we've seen thousands of people healed. So I look at this and I say, wow, the very thing that was designed by the enemy to to destroy us our greatest place of pain suddenly became our greatest breakthrough our greatest place of authority and power and blessing in in our lives and ministry so uh so i think people just need to know that you know we've all gone through different areas of pain and and mm-hmm. we're in different parts of the story some are in the beginning some are in the middle that's right some are close to the end they're like right at the verge of that that breakthrough place uh where they might not fully see how can this work for good? How can this become an anointed place? How can my pain be anointed by God for something good? Uh, But if they just keep going and, and I encourage folks, you know, don't quit. Don't stop believing. Don't stop trusting God. Even when you don't fully see how can this be, for something good. You don't have the full picture yet. You don't have the full perspective yet. And and if you just keep walking, keep trusting, keep leaning into God, even even while you're in the midst of your pain, you will see eventually God somehow rewrite that story and rework it to bring something amazing from it.
0: No, oh, that is that is so the heart of God, and that is so biblical. Yeah. At the end of the day, God did not promise us a life with no problems, no struggles, mm-hmm. no attacks, but He did promise that He was with us, and He overcame the world, and He made us more than conquerors, and that He would take, uh, you know, everything the enemy meant for evil and turn it for our good. And you just remind me, just saying all this, you know, there's just so many stories of preachers and, and, and famous, you know, just really anointed teachers that once had speech impediments or, or stuttered or couldn't, you know, the enemy was attacking their mouth because he knew that God was going to use that individual's mouth to teach and preach the word or like revivalists reading about God, you know, God's generals, those books and digging into revival history about how, you know, people that had strong healing anointings, you know, maybe once died prematurely and were raised from the dead or they, they struggled with sickness um, and they eventually over a long period of time, eventually you know, received healing and then were empowered and anointed to operate in that ministry. And, you know, even my, just, just my wife and, um, you know, me and my wife, when we met, you know, we struggled. And this is the this is more on the financial side. You know, there's so many different aspects of our story, but you know, when it comes to you know, for years we struggled financially, and the Lord would always miraculously provide. He was never late. You know, we had we always you know we never were on the street. God always it was always he was always providing miracles and taking care of us. But you know, it was we had a period of years where there was just a lot of trusting, and we were being refined, and we were just having to go to God for everything, and in the natural things. Bleak things that he spoke to us, you know, about having a home and about being established, you know, in different ways that he, you know, just it seemed like it was light years away, honestly. And then one word, God sent us to Dallas and got me involved in business, and God began to change our lives financially. And now he's even using us to help friends of ours that are in ministry have an outlet to make money and provide for their ministries and and have that kind of security. And so it's just amazing how the enemy attacks us, tries to cripple us and limit us, but then God will use that very thing that um, we were once experiencing. Maybe a dryness, or like it almost seemed like a wilderness. Like, oh my God! Like, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to experience a promised land? And then it's just that breaker anointing that comes in. It's just so powerful.
1: Exactly, and that's 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 a great testimony there, Michael. And I think also people need to they need to just shift their perspective in, and realize, even if they're in their process right now, God's power and God's love and God's grace and God's breakthrough for them is unstoppable. Even, you know, when they're tempted to get discouraged or to give up or, or to, to get weary. It's I want to remind them today that God's breakthrough is unstoppable in their life. God's power is unstoppable and God's destiny for their life is unstoppable. And uh, they're going to see some amazing favor. I believe we're in a season of great favor. God's going to be putting um, some tremendous divine favor on people where he's going to be opening doors where there was not a door before. And, you know, God's going to shut the wrong doors. He's going to open up the right doors and really release some divine favor for folks that are listening on this podcast. And, and somewhere before we, we end this, I want to pray that over folks, Amen. Um, yes, you know, because I believe we're, we're in a season of, of new open doors.
0: Oh, absolutely, and it it touches everybody. We're all not immune to discouragement. Even the people on the platform that you that so many people deem as you know these guys have it all together. Look how powerful they are, how anointed they are. Every single person struggles with discouragement and, and breaking through in different areas of their lives. And so you are not alone, listener. If you're struggling with this, if you if you don't quit, you win. You are not alone. We've all experienced this. And we, you will come out the other side like gold. And so um, you also touch on DN, like our DNA as believers and our, our, our identity. And I feel like this is so crucial when talking about this because we need to know who we are. We need to know how we were wired by God so that we truly can overcome and walk in victory.
1: 100%. You know, uh, the lies of the enemy only work. In our lives, if we come into agreement with those lies, you know, the Bible says that if two or more agree, it shall be established. And, you know, many times we we think of that scripture as, you know, two Christians or, you know, coming into agreement on something in prayer and then, it, you know, the Lord will establish it. But it even works with negative things. So like if the enemy has been trying to lie to someone about about themselves or, or try to, you know lock them up in a stronghold or something. It's like the enemy wants them to come into agreement with lies, even about who they are as a person. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it only works if you come into agreement. So what I've discovered is if you refuse to come into agreement with the enemy, he has no landing place in your life. So part of, of, of overcoming lies is knowing the truth. And so this is huge in knowing our identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we have a chapter called divine DNA, Uh, your new creation identity raised to a heavenly dignity and glory. And so what we, we take this from the perspective of Romans chapter eight that says that whom he justified, you know, it says, you know, it starts out, you know, God called you and then he justified you, which means, you know, he forgave your sin, put you in right standing with God, brought you in right relationship Mm -hmm. with God. But then it goes on from there and it says, but then he also glorified you. And I love how the Amplified Bible uh, shares about this. It says that he uh, lifted you, basically raised you to heavenly dignity uh, or or brought you into a, like a heavenly uh, or royal, basically a royal state of existence. So Mm -hmm. we, we really dig into what it means to be a new creation and, and really Um, what it means to partake of God's heavenly DNA. And it's really cool. I, I share about a vision in the book that I had where God really brought this truth home to me and, and I could share it now where where basically, you know, I saw, um, you know, a vision of when, where it talks about in the bible when the holy spirit overshadowed mary and she conceived jesus on the inside of her and eventually gave birth to the son of god to jesus who was fully god fully man and i see this whole encounter and god you know shows me how um as the holy spirit overshadowed mary Mm uh you know part of that dna from the holy spirit was used to create jesus who was god and man that's why he's divine because he has dna dna from the holy spirit in his creation So then my vision shifted to me when I was getting saved and receiving the Holy Spirit. And I saw the Holy Spirit overshadow me. And then there was like a, a spiritual parallel that God taught me. And, you know, I saw... Cause I don't know, you know, we hear scriptures like, you know, our body is the temple of the Holy spirit uh-huh. and mm-hmm. you know, the Holy spirit lives inside of us, but it's like, where is he on the inside of us? He's, is he like living next to our soul? Is he like a neighbor? You know, we have our spirit, our soul, <laughs> then sure. the Holy spirit in there, you know, like yeah. exactly where is the Holy spirit in us? And you know, so I didn't fully understand that. I, I knew the wording for it. I knew the terminology, you know, my body's the temple of the Holy spirit. I'm a new creation. Holy spirit's in there somewhere. Uh, but then what I saw in my vision was like, I saw my spirit, man. And then I saw the Holy spirit. And it was like, the Lord used the DNA molecule as, as a, as like a a visual for me to understand this and if you know how what dna looks like it looks like a ladder that 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 turns it's Mm -hmm. uh it's like a twisting ladder so Mm -hmm. um so i saw my spirit man then i saw the holy spirit overshadow me and fill me right and then i see the holy spirit wrapping himself around my human spirit and i see it looks like a dna molecule and and we fuse together and as this fusion takes place, something new is formed in me. And it's basically my new creation. It's me being recreated, reformed in Christ Jesus. But I see now my nature changing. And I see that I receive from the Holy Spirit a new divine nature. And, you know, as I studied it out in scripture, I saw, yeah, we partake of a, of a new divine nature. And we are recreated in Christ. And we have this new uh you know, this new nature in God. And so anyway, I saw this fusion take place. And and then I, you know, read in the scripture in Corinthians, how it says that um, he who is, you know, one with the Lord has become one spirit with him. And then shortly after that, it talks about our bodies being the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I learned how, wow, wait a second, I have I have really, not just in theory, but I've really partaken of Holy Spirit DNA in my spirit man. I have been recreated in Christ, I'm really a new creation. And when you understand this, you live different. Mm -hmm. When you understand the revelation of it, that your core identity, you're not a sinner trying to overcome sin. You are now righteous in Christ, you have a new nature on the inside of you. You're recreated in Christ and you really do have power over sin. You have power over temptation. You have power over all the works of the enemy uh, because you have received from the Holy Spirit this this divine DNA. So, uh, and I go a lot more in depth in the chapter on that, but yeah, it's like you, if you're going to live in victory, if you're going to have breakthrough, if you're going to overcome sickness, mm-hmm. if you're going to overcome discouragement, depression, fear, anxiety, um, lack, you know, whatever whatever area of struggle there is in your life, even if it's in your emotions, in your soul, or in your mind, in your thought processes, right? We have to know the truth of who we are in Christ. We have to understand how we've been recreated, what that looks like, and how we're raised, so that we can live over and not under. Yes. You know, so many people they're trying to get a breakthrough. That's right. They're they're striving for a breakthrough. And it's like, like, oh, they're getting discouraged. This is not changing. I'm not seeing you know, the transformation I want to experience. But they first have to realize uh, their identity. They have to realize how they're raised to a heavenly place. And then they need to learn how to live from that heavenly place and and basically how to war from a breakthrough rather than warring to get a breakthrough. And, and there's a real perspective change that happens in that.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. And so I love just to highlight what you stated earlier. This is not a theory. This isn't just principles here in the word of God to get us to think better. No, this is reality. Whether we feel it or not, whether we see the manifestation or not, this is reality. Christ is in us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Emmanuel, God with us, whether we feel him or not, experience him or not. He is always with us. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. We're the righteousness of God in Christ. Not in theory, not just a principle. We're literally washed pure by the water of the Word, the Spirit of God. You know, like people, I just I just love that. This is our minds need to be renewed to these realities. Just like it says in Psalm 1, and it says in the book of Revelation, it talks about we need to meditate on the law or the word day and night, and then we will be prosperous. Then we will have great success. We'll bear fruit in every season if we're meditating on the word. And, you know, we might not see instant results. It comes in seed form, but then we it gets watered and watered and watered over time, and it begins to grow. The kingdom of God grows on the inside of us to the tallest tree, even though it starts as the smallest seed. And so, this is crucial. We need to we need to understand that the spirit of God truly lives on the inside of us. He has made us a brand new creation so we could live in victory and not be victims. And then you you mentioned it just just right now and I'm glad because I want to go in this direction talking about warring from breakthrough instead of for breakthrough. And I I am kind of cautious talking about spiritual warfare with certain people on my show because everyone's got wild views of spiritual warfare there's a lot of people yeah. with wild views yeah. of spiritual warfare that I do not agree with, and so, but right. I know that you've got a very christocentric view of spiritual yeah. warfare you, you know so many people we're focusing more on the devil than Christ from're focusing right. more on you know different spirits than who Christ is and our victory right. over those spirits, and we need to live above everything because we're seated with Christ in the heavenly realm. So I feel like yo, yo, people are struggling. They always feel like they're being attacked and they always blame the devil for their losses. And we need to have a shift in mentality here so we can truly experience breakthrough. So I'd love to tackle that a little bit.
1: Yeah that that is it right there, Michael, because you know sometimes people exalt what the enemy is doing so much that it really gets out of balance. And yeah. then they lose sight of the authority that they have and the power that they have. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, there are times you have to, we have to acknowledge that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So we acknowledge Mm -hmm. that there are times where there is a spiritual battle going on, but, but here's the thing. Um, if you, you take spiritual warfare from a new Testament perspective versus old Testament perspective, right? So in the old Testament, um, you know, you have, um, in the book of Daniel, where Daniel's praying, and then there's, you know, Archangel and, you know, the prince, you know, of Persia, and there's Mm -hmm. a battle going on. And so he is in what I, okay, I'll call the first heaven here on earth, right? And he's, and there's this, this um, reality that there is this conflict in the second heaven, and he really is trying to pray through that conflict. So that the answer can come from the third heaven or the highest heavenly places, which is where God is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So that's an old Testament spiritual warfare model where we're down here trying to break through powers and principalities so that we can experience, you know, on earth as it is in heaven from, from heavenly places. But now let's flip that completely upside down because in the new Testament, that model actually gets turned on its head. So now we're not down here trying to break through second heaven warfare to get to where God is in the third heaven. We've actually, according to the book of Ephesians now, been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above every power and principality, far above every work of the enemy. So if we really understand new Testament identity, new Testament truth, we realize we're not under, but we're over. So from that third heaven reality, We get to establish on earth as it is in heaven. And I love uh, the scripture that teaches about the keys of the kingdom. What you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. But I really learned something when I read it in the Greek and it it says it like this. What you bind on earth is what has already been bound in heaven. And what you loose on earth is what has already been loosed in heaven. Mm -hmm. So now again, we realize, wait a second, we're not warring to try to bind something or loose something. We have to realize by revelation, uh, and if, you know, Ephesians teaches on this, the, the spirit of wisdom and revelation will give you knowledge of the unlimited power that you have in God. So now it's like, wait a second, we're not binding something so it gets bound. We're binding something. In other words, we're administrating the binding of something because it has already been bound. So how has it already been bound? By the work of Jesus on the cross. When he died and he said it's finished and he rose from the dead, he defeated sin, he defeated the enemy, he defeated sickness, he defeated, defeated every demon power. So wait a second. Jesus won the victory and defeated the enemy. So now... The enemy's been bound. The enemy's been defeated. So now we get to bind. In other words, we are like divine administrators. We get to administrate what has already been accomplished. So I think when it comes to warring or spiritual warfare, we got to really get the right perspective that says, wait a second, Jesus already defeated the enemy. He's given me this authority. Now I get to exercise it because Jesus has already done it. And then now you're not warring to get a breakthrough. You're realizing, wait, the breakthrough has already been established or already been mm. won. Yeah. Now I get to just enforce it by coming into partnership with God, You know, speaking his word, understanding my authority, understanding that I'm over and I'm not under. Wait a second. I don't have to come under this familiar thing right? So it's like everyone will have different familiar things to them. Uh, Maybe someone's familiar with with discouragement. Discouragement's a common one, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's familiar, but then they begin to get this revelation, wait, I don't have to sit under this. I don't have to live under this. Jesus already defeated this. Mm -hmm. He already bound it. So now I just have to rise up and use my authority to shake this off. Or, to say no to it, and then you are administrating the victory Jesus has already won. and and it really, I think it accelerates breakthrough in our lives,
0: yeah, I agree. You know, Jesus he was with the Father from the beginning, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he pierced through the second heaven, the closed heavens, the second heavens with principalities and powers. He pierced through um in the Incarnation and he he walked the earth and he exerted dominion and authority over principalities powers mights and dominions casting out demons healing sicknesses and diseases and you know when jesus died and he rose again he was with his disciples and then he the same way that he came it says boom he went he pierced through the heavens again to return to his father I just truly believe he was keeping the heavens wide open for believers. And not only that, you know, um, we were raised with Christ, co-seated with him above principalities and powers and mights and dominions. So not only did Christ return to the Father, but spiritually we were raised with Christ. And so the heavens are open. I truly believe that, mm-hmm. that Maybe believers, that- believers have a perpetual open heaven in Christ and we need to learn to live aware of that open heaven and we need to, you know, and and there are, I agree with you, we can't just you know, not. We, we, it's not like we don't acknowledge that the enemy's at work, or there's attacks, or there's things taking place. No, we're not ignorant of that. We're not closing our eyes and saying those things don't exist because Jesus has the victory. No, but instead of like I know being on the mission field and traveling around the world, I've been in the very dark places, and wow. I would go with people and missionaries that were so aware of the darkness. They'd see the temples mm-hmm. and they'd see the children in the streets, and they were they would get so emotionally bogged down as feelers. They get so emotionally bogged down mm-hmm. about the darkness. Um, and I'm, I'm a feeler myself, you know, I, I, I sense and feel what's happening in the atmosphere, but I would always have to turn my mind and heart to the fact that yes, there is evil around me. Yes, there is pain around me, but I am more aware of Christ in me and the open heaven that I carry. So I could be a solution to these people instead of always focusing on the darkness, the darkness, the darkness and being bogged down. And so I just, this is, it's just a key revelation that we have an open heaven as believers, Christ because of Christ, not because of anything that we've accomplished and i just know matt you know i know you said earlier that you want to you want to pray into this and i just know there's people listening to this right now they feel like they've just they've been just constantly under attack from the enemy they're they're discouraged they're disheartened because they are not seeing the breakthrough that they're praying for they're not seeing you know the the success or the prosperity or the blessing or the break or the open doors or whatever that they are trusting god for maybe god spoke to them in a vision or a dream or through the word and they're just not seeing it and i just however you feel led to pray and minister. I don't want to, you know, I want there to be total freedom, but I just, I just know there's people that are discouraged that need to really grab hold of this.
1: Yeah. And God's going to lift them up today. You know, God is the master redesigner. So no matter what you're facing today, uh, we're going to, we're just going to loose the breaker anointing on you. And I believe in the tangible anointing that breaks yokes and really brings refreshing and healing and freedom. So I want to pray for you today, um, Father, I ask first for each listener right now for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to come upon them that they would number one yes. know how valuable they are to you, God. They would know their in inhe- the inheritance that is in the saints. Father, I also pray that they would know the the unlimited surpassing greatness of your power that is at work in them and through them who believe so lord i pray today for a mighty anointing to touch each person lord i pray for a breakthrough anointing to go before them right now to clear out the obstacles raise up the valleys bring down the mountains lord and let nothing hinder the the amazing plan that you have for their lives father i just ask now even for your authority And your power to rest upon them, that you would mantle them, God, with with understanding and with true spiritual authority. That nothing would be able to stand in their way. That they would partner with heaven and truly shift spiritual atmospheres everywhere they go. Because, God, you don't want to just bring a breakthrough for them. You want to anoint them to be a walking breakthrough. So I just prophesy over you today that not only is God bringing breakthrough for you, but he's going to make you a walking breakthrough. And the enemy is going to regret the day he ever tried to mess with you. God is going to release breakthrough through you. I pray that over you right now, that wherever you go, you will be a walking breakthrough. You will shift spiritual atmospheres and bring on earth as it is in heaven. So Lord, I pray for that Even the prayer that you taught us to pray, Jesus, that your will be done and your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And I pray that over people today, that it would be on earth in their life as it is in heaven. Revive them, refresh them, anoint them, bring breakthrough on every level, spirit, soul, body, and mind today in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Lord.
0: Yeah. And I just feel right now that somebody thinking or several people thinking that I'm in the position I'm in because of something that I've done. So I deserve this. I deserve what I'm experiencing. How could God bless me? How could God use me? How could God you know, bring me into the promised land or into the more if I did X, Y, Z? And I just want to break that off of you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, you are loved not because everything you do is lovely. You are loved because you are loved. Simple as that. Jesus Christ came for sinners, those who are enemies in their mind, you know, wrestled against God, those who are in the darkness, trapped in transgression. Jesus came to set us free. We do not deserve the blessings, the breakthrough, the love, the presence, the glory. We cannot deserve that. Jesus Christ, the perfect one, was obedient unto death so that we could reap his reward and we can get what he deserves. And so it doesn't matter if your performance is perfect because no one has a perfect performance except Jesus Christ. He checks all the boxes. And so you could shake off the regret. You could shake off the guilt and you could walk and receive all of the blessings that Christ has stored up for you because he died for you to have those blessings. He, he would be upset if you did not receive them in a sense that it would hurt his heart. He would not be mad at you. That's not what I mean. What I mean is he, 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 he died for you to receive all the blessings, whether you feel like you deserve it or not. He wants you to seize it. He wants you to grab it. He wants you to walk in it. He wants you to confess it and declare it. He wants you. To see his glory in this life on this side of heaven and so bless you guys bless you walk in freedom, walk in life. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today ministering to those who are listening. I believe in this book I believe in your ministry. how could people uh, connect more with your with your ministry and everything you're doing?
1: Yeah Michael, that's awesome. Um, so our book is now available and it's available at my website, Matt Sorger dot com m-a-t-t-s-o-r-g-e-r dot com it's also available wherever books are sold on uh, amazon barnes and noble target um all, all walmart so they could get it anywhere uh, but we have a we have limited edition uh through our ministry that i'm signing the book and praying over it so uh, if they want to connect with us that way they can we also have a great phone app, guys. If you want to connect more with us, we've got free video teachings. We do free webinars that we do on all sorts of topics on prophecy and miracles and discerning of spirits and and all sorts of things. Uh, So you can download our phone app just by going to your app store and typing in my name, Matt Sorger or Matt Sorger Ministries, and you can download our phone app and receive receive more uh, from the Lord that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you man for taking the time to be with me today. It's always a joy to talk to you.
1: Yeah, Michael Michael, thank you for having me on. It's always great connecting with you and 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 I love your spirit and I know like even as you're sharing today on this podcast, I could feel the anointing when oh. when you share and when you minister. So, I thank God for the anointing that you carry and for the lives that you're impacting through your podcast, through your ministry. Uh I believe that you know God's hand of favor is on you and it's just going to he's just going to keep increasing that uh, that that reach that that he's releasing through your life, and uh, I'm glad to be your friend.
0: <laughs> awesome, man! I'm honored yeah. to be your friend as well. Thank you so much. And so, um, for those who are listening right now, thank you so much for tuning in to Awaken Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It'll help us get it out to more people so that they can be awakened through the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to speaking with you guys next time on Awaken Podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Lombardo here. Let me tell you about this amazing online store, The Hope-Filled Journey. Um, you'll definitely want to check that out today. Michelle and Renee Torres, they started up an online store in obedience to the Holy Spirit in the midst of a crazy year, full-time jobs, raising four small children. They stepped out in faith, and God is honoring it every step of the way. It's www.thehopefilledjourney.com. This is where you'll find extraordinary products, clothes, fashion accessories, Jewelry and more. You'll be able to find amazing clothes for spring, handmade jewelry. Their goal is to inspire faith through the, through their product line as well as high quality in all they do and produce. Check it out. It's the hopefilledjourney.com dot And also, if you today, if you go, well, you got have, have a promo code. Awaken promo code AWAKEN. If you go to the website, you can get 25% off of all full-priced items and all orders over $60 will ship free. And so that's 25% off today, all full price items and any orders, $60 or more will ship free. And so make sure to go to the website that is www.thehopefilledjourney.com and make sure to use promo code AWAKEN.